Welcome to our fifth talk in Lent. This is Heidi from Discerning Grace. Each week we look at a different aspect of forgiveness. After the episode, you will get a chance to ponder a few statements, noticing if anything resonates within you or you feel a catch on a word or phrase. I hope you're looking at these. This week you'll get again get a chance to go deeper. If you want to talk about these ponderings, visit me on Tuesdays. Ask for an invite to the Coffee and Contemplation time at between 7 and 8 Central Standard Time on Tuesdays. I'm going to open with a quote from Desmond and Mafo Tutu from the Book of Forgiving. The reasons for forgiving ourselves are the same as, the, as forgiving others. It is how we become free of our past. It is how we heal and grow. It is how we make meaning out of our suffering restore our self-esteem, and tell a new story of who we are. If forgiving others leads to an external peace, forgiving ourselves leads to an internal peace. I've been reading many articles and books on forgiveness, and today I am going to recommend a book. It's called Why Forgive by, John, by Johann Christoph Arnold, Plow Publishing. He writes, Sometimes, even when we recognize the need to forgive, we are tempted to claim we cannot. It is simply too hard, too difficult, something the saints maybe do, but not the rest of us. We have been hurt just one too many times. We think, or maybe misunderstood, our side of the story has not been adequately heard. The examples in the first chapters show that those who did not weigh their options but decided to forgive on the spur of the moment did so from the bottom of their hearts. If they hadn't, they might never have been able to forgive at all. This author brings up an interesting point. The longer we wait to resolve problems, the harder it gets. We all know that already. Things just get harder as we wait. If you'd like to read more about forgiveness, I encourage you to look up the book uh, sometimes we need a little more support to step out in an area that feels foreign and overwhelming. I'm putting the book a link up to the book. You can purchase it, or even better, it's a free download. So the episode I chose, uh, in this episode, I chose to talk about forgiving those closest to us, family. This includes biological, church family, emotional community, and in 2020, the group we call our bubble it is one thing to forgive a casual friend, a coworker, or even a neighbor. But it seems that the relationships we value are with the people we're willing to let our guard down. These relationships can hurt us the most. It is more difficult to forgive them. When they hurt us in some way, it seems we're quick to attack. Some of us retreat, withdraw, Pretend it didn't happen or, you know, take our toys and go home. Let's look at the story of the prodigal son. A father had two sons. The younger one decided he wanted his inheritance now. So his father divided the property between the two sons. The younger one sold his property, took his money and left. One translation says he wasted his money on reckless living. We all have a visual for that one. 
After he spent everything he had, a famine sped through, spread through the land. He went to work with pigs. Eventually, he realized his father's servants were treated better than this. Picking up the scripture in Luke 15, verse 20. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son says, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe, put it on him. Put a ring on his finger, sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and a celebration. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard the music and the dancing. So he called one of the servants over and asked, what's going on? Your brother has come home, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he he has come back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, look, all these years I've been slaving for you, never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never even gave me a young calf so I could celebrate with my friends. But here, this son of yours who has squandered your money with prostitutes comes home, you kill the fattened calf and call for him. My son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because your brother was dead and is now alive. He was lost and he is now found. Amen. For some of us, this is a well-known parable. There are many lessons that I could pull out of this, but since it's Lent, you know I'm going to focus on forgiveness. The younger brother is in serious need of forgiveness. The father has the opportunity to demonstrate real forgiveness and unconditional love. The older son, he feels taken for granted, slighted, and maybe even some righteous indignation. Just as in our own lives, we have the choice to stay angry and look only at the facts. I'm right, you're wrong. We can become resentful and let that turn into a root of bitterness, as I discussed in a past episode. We can decide to talk it out or we will end up acting it out. I'll say that again because you can see in your mind how this goes. We can decide to talk it out or we'll end up acting it out. Choosing to have that difficult talk opens the opportunity to see things from a different perspective. Is it possible we might need to modify our stance? We need to have an open heart and an open mind because we don't know all the facts. Following the father's example, we can embrace the broken brother. Remember, the younger brother had already humbled himself. He did some internal work, realizing he had made some stupid mistakes because he wanted immediate gratification. For some of us, we may have opportunities to daily practice forgiveness. I found three steps or guides in a little devotional book that I hope will help you enter into these hard conversations. One, say what you mean. Both parties need to be able to speak their truth and explain the way they saw things. Two, mean what you say. Actions and words 
tell the same message. You need to rebuild trust, be consistent. And three, don't say it mean. Everyone is feeling vulnerable, maybe raw. So no attacking. One can't build if the other is tearing you down. I'm going to read it one more time. Say what you mean. Mean what you say. Don't say it mean. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, to the one who offers me unconditional love, I give you my thanks. Give me eyes to see your handiwork and let me see you see others through your eyes. Thank you for your example of forgiveness, which I want to recognize daily. Bring to mind those with whom I harbor secret pain. Let me recognize it. Help me to search it out, to call it by name, be it anger, rage, confusion, hurt. Just as in grieving or mourning a loss, forgiveness is a journey. Give me patience on this business of forgiving because it does take time. As I take this step and learn to live a life of forgiveness, remind me, Lord, sometimes relationships won't mend. I may not be forgiven by the other person, but you are there to hold me. You see my heart. You know my actions. I release these feelings to you. I have made the step of forgiving and I'm now letting it, letting its hold on me go. Help me to forgive, not because I feel like it, but because I am your child. It is an act of obedience. Forgiveness is a grace, a mystery. In it, we have no right to boast, to only give you the glory. Thank you for your grace. I am in awe of your splendor, Lord. Amen. If you heard a quote or want to review something, you can check out the transcript below, The Ponderings. I look forward to meeting again next Wednesday with you. Remember to block the time on Saturday before Easter as we will meet on Zoom for a two-hour retreat. You can register for that now. May God's blessing be upon you this week. Bye.